Welcome to the Ultimate Journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. I am your host, Frank DiGenova. Episode 3. Welcome to the Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. And today's topic is, are we living in a matrix? Was the movie The Matrix science fiction or could it be a documentary? Are we living in a simulated world? Could the energy that we emit be to feed the hyper-evolved AI, which is controlling the system? The way the world is now, (laughs) anything is possible. In 2001, philosopher Nick Bostrom of the University of Oxford suggested that we may be living in an artificial reality or a simulation. And as recently as 2016, Elon Musk echoed Nick's ideas and concepts. Rizwan Virk, hope I said his name right, computer scientist and actually programmer, suggested that we may be in a video game like a simulation or a multiplayer interactive simulation or video game. Could we all be in the ultimate Fortnite game? (laughs) Who's playing who? Do we have to play by the rules or can we hack the system? I remember when I was a little boy, for all of you that know, I'm giving away my age now, I had uh, in television, I never quite got into the Atari or the Sega Genesis, I was more of an intelligent, in television and Nintendo guy, I never got into the Sony stuff or the Sega or Atari, so I don't know if there's a divide like the Apple or PC, which I used both in the past, but the Intellivision had cartridges and being the curious monkey that I was, I would always take apart toys and, and stuff. Like everything, if it had a gear or if it had a circuit board on it, I was always taking it apart. The Intellivision cartridges, the programs, the games that you bought, were not off limits. They weren't safe from me. What I used to do is take off the plastic covering and the shielding, and I would see all these circuit boards and stuff. So what I wanted to do is see what happens if I took a nail and scratched one of the pathways of the circuit board to see what would happen on the screen. I thought I could like hack it. <laughs> Maybe I should have been a computer programmer. I did want to learn code, but uh, it was too much thinking and too much math on the left brain. I'm more of a right brain kind of guy. Nonetheless, can we hack this matrix that we're apparently living in? Can we be the Neo that wakes up from it all? Can we rewrite the code? or scratch the circuit boards. In Sanskrit, the ancient Indian language, there's a word called maya, which means illusion or magic. And in Hinduism, there's a concept or a word called lila or leila, which means a divine play or the divine play of the creator or of God. In other words, this reality is a dream that God's projecting or source energy is projecting. That's another podcast, actually. We can refer to this physical world as the third dimension or 3D and the spiritual world as 5D. Now in 3D, in a dense reality, we are influenced by duality, like yin-yang up and down. That's going to be in our next podcast. I'll explain how this traps us. I'm just going to quickly suggest that perhaps meditation can help us go beyond this duality into higher levels, higher dimensions. But again, that is in the next podcast. We'll talk about that. So if we are living in a matrix or a simulated reality, how's it being created and who's creating it? Love him or hate him. But I'm going to talk about David Icke. (laughs) He's kind of out there, but you know, a lot of things that he said over the last uh, 20 years um, have become proven 
and are not theories and crazy, crazy things. Some of the things he says is just far out. I remember him saying one time that the rings of Saturn were looked at closely were actually sound waves or energy encoded vibrational information. David suggested that these signals were transmitted outwards towards Earth and that the moon was actually an amplifier and a deflector to redirect these signals to the earth and that it was the source of the hologram. Kind of a crazy, crazy concept, but hey, this podcast is about opening your mind and not being rigid. Maybe the moon is a receiver and amplifier and it projects onto the screen of the earth or creates the energetic templates from the earth or creates the energetic templates that matter is built on, and that's another podcast altogether. Or you can read it in my book, Create the Life You Desire. I talk a lot about energy and how it uh, condenses down the elements. So if you're interested, give it a, give it a read. For all you Star Trek fans out there, <laughs> maybe the, the whole Earth is one holodeck and the projector is the moon. But you know, I'm going to take it a little further. Something that I've come up with based on this crazy hypothesis or kind of whacked out theory What if the stars in astrology hold on to encoded information and are actually transmitter points, like in a hologram, you'd have different um, locations of these projectors. Perhaps they hold on to our karmic patterns or store them. So maybe our karma is in the stars. Because, you know, if you know Vedic astrology or even Western astrology, Vedic astrology more so that it's very karmic and very predictive, where Western astrology, they look at it differently. The side wheel, I don't know how exactly how it goes, but um, there are certain characteristics. But Jyotish or um, Indian astrology or Vedic astrology is very predictive. You know, we have our different astrological signs that have different characteristics. And perhaps these are in the stars being projected down in unison with the grand hologram projector of the moon. Again, this is just a theory and something to open your mind so you can put away your tinfoil hats. I'm going to get back to Earth now, but it's fun to think about these things. Nevertheless, We all know that the moon adjusts the tides and it influences water. We're made of mostly water, so why wouldn't it affect us? And why wouldn't other planets affect us in different ways? So for all you astrologers out there, I know you understand this. Having said this, I truly believe that our will and our focus and our intentions can override these forces that are directed at us. Imagine the possibility of an energy of force that can overwrite or hack into the coding of this matrix and rewrite it. And what if this force or forces are not benevolent, are actually bad or malevolent? What if the original programmer matrix made by source energy was overwritten by the machines or hyper-evolved AI or artificial intelligence? The movie The Matrix implies that our reality is solely from the machines or the artificial intelligence. But what if there was a fascia or a covering or um, interference of their matrix over the divine original matrix? I tend to believe that more so. And what if the computer code was at a lower vibration where the only way it would sustain is to have like energies to feed it? We are energetic beings. We have auras and our fields extend and our heart produces a torque field or our heart produces a magnetic field that goes far. Now, um, lower vibrating emotions such as anger and fear also generate a powerful force. Now, what if these AI or dark energies need that energy to survive and to keep the matrix 
online? What if all the media, the movies, um, the news, and all the goings on in the world is designed to keep our energy low and kept in a constant state of fear and worry? That'd be great for them, wouldn't it? What if it were things all to do with inversion or switching things upside down? That was a whole Luciferian story anyway. Whatever God created, he would turn inside out or upside down. You can see this inversion everywhere if you really pay attention. Maybe religion is also a means to keep us powerless and blind to this. You know, religion means relagare in, I think, Latin, which means to bind or to bound yourself, to be bound. It's the opposite of being liberated. I find it interesting that most religions and even government and all these, even doctors and all these uh, uh, positions of power have a savior program that something outside of ourselves is going to come save us, a prophet or the, the establishment. So we don't realize our true power. We give it away and wait for someone else to save us. What a great way to keep us on the farm, <laughs> on the human farm. So we're kept powerless waiting for something to come down from the sky and save us. Well, it ain't going to happen. True transformation comes from within, from owning it, having the courage to do so as well. Maybe the whole purpose of this reality and existence is to become Neos and to bend the reality and to rewrite the program or to hack the program. Maybe the duality of good and bad is another trap to keep us stuck here. And I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. Again, you can cooperate and play the game, the video game or the sim by the narrative that was given to us by our parents and our mentors and follow the script perfectly or you can hack the system or rewrite your own story. Fortunately or unfortunately, everyone's playing the uh, role-playing game of the RPG to the T. We do as we're told or we can pull the protective casing off the program and scratch those path electronical pathways like I did as a, as a kid I invite you to be Neo and not Cypher if you remember the movie The Matrix Cypher literally means a secret or disguised way of writing or code writing cryptic notes or program or programming do you remember the woman in the red dress that was his creation well uh, without wrecking the movie but we all know that <laughs> if you haven't seen that by now watch it and I'm going to give you a little spoiler here Cypher was like Judas. He betrayed everyone and he ratted everybody out to the Smiths, the AI in the program. The computer generated forms of the kind of Secret Service type of guys that uh, represented the AI intelligence. You know, everything has to take form. Even in the spirit world, you have to take form in the flesh. So I'm sure that can happen in code as well. We are living in the times of the apocalypse. Now, when I say this word, many people will go straight to the biblical meaning, meaning like the end of the world. But this is not what I'm talking about. The true meaning and definition of apocalypse is and comes from the Greek language. Apo in Greek translates to un, like undo and undis, like so, un. And the second half of the word is kaloptin, or in Latin, apocalypsis, or in English, apocalypse. This literally means lifting of the veil. The times we are living in are the apocalypse, but not the death and destruction as we think, yes, still symbolically, a lot of the old systems are, are, are breaking down and new systems are being put in place, good or bad, more uh, in resonance of the biblical apocalypse. But I'm talking about the unveiling and the truth coming out, the hidden, all things hidden coming out. So the truth is exposed. I also interpret this as the 
veil of the illusion or maya, the matrix or the hologram collapsing as well. You know, we're pulling back the curtain from the Wizard of Oz. We are total pulling back the curtain um, where Oz is doing his distractions and illusions and all this stuff. So we're basically pulling back the curtain and exposing the um, the secrets and all the illusion that we invested in. And this could be hard for a lot of people to accept because many people cannot let go of the old. And the more you hold on, the more you're suffering you feel. So you want to stop suffering, let everything go that you think that you need to hold on to that creates or you think that creates your identity or that creates who you are or your identity. <laughs> this um, podcast episode is a little heavy, a little far out there. But again, open mind. I'd hate to adhere to all the rigid rules that we've been living with and, you know, thinking that it is our reality and that that's all there is. Well, I'll tell you something, when all these systems are crashing and you know, now they're saying the new normal, which is the new abnormal, <laughs> is um, how are you going to fare with all this? Because everything's crumbling away. So open mind, have an open mind and just think of new things. You know, you don't have to believe it. I'm not asking you to believe any of this. This podcast is just to stimulate and open your mind and have a different vantage point. That's all I'm doing with these uh, talks. I also invite you to reinvent yourself. And whatever doesn't serve you, just cut it off. I'm not saying just get a, an axe and just chop everything, chop everything around that doesn't serve you. But it is prudent to remove anything that gets you down. Negative people, this, this may include family members, social media, false and limiting belief systems, or just even your work environment. Maybe you want to change your career, all that. Break the illusion or the hologram of the false reality, the one that's keeping you down, that's stealing your happiness. Rewrite the program. Live in a new hologram. Download new information. Just be careful. And I stress, be mindful of any influences or power, anyone or anything that's promising to save you or to be the answer. You know, that is called the antichrist or the false savior. And also be weary of the transhuman agenda that is a theme these days. I know about a year or two ago, all the hip hop albums had these robots are half human and half robot you know you have a lot of science fiction movies and even star trek that we're seeing about downloading our consciousness into synthetic life forms you know we had the, again i don't want to be a spoiler but even in the latest picard there was something to do with that with data and all that stuff too again elon musk is pushing this neural link where we can attach to the internet and download like Neo did with when he wanted to ride a helicopter or learn how to fly a helicopter, do his combat or know what guns to use and how they work just in an instant download. It's enticing. However, um, I'm kind of nervous about all this stuff. You know, I'm all for technology and advancing, but that's just a little bit um, off the beaten path for I, where I think our soul is destined to evolve to. You know, like the Black Sabbath album of 13, the, the title track was it, God is Dead or Is God Dead? So um, people are really um, losing the taste of God and anything outside themselves. And as technology gets more advanced, um, the less we turn inwards and less we turn to a higher self, a higher creator, which concerns me in a way. So be mindful of that and get back to the simple stuff. Grow a garden, find the little things that uh, make you happy, uh, hang out with people that make you happy and smile and uh, dump all the corrupted programming. <laughs> that uh, we may be holding on to and, and still um, living by. The 
narrative of that. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit. My name is Frank DiGenova. Thank you for listening to The Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at theultimatejourney.ca. Please visit my website, theultimatejourney.ca for more information on my online courses. Listeners will receive my course motivation for free. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.